Hello, this is Lee the Cool Guy at RetrovisionMedia.com. Come to your house studios in New York City on October 16th, 2015 with another edition of Issues Under Fire. But before we get started, as per usual, I'm going to have a sip of my chocolate ice coffee. Mm. He's not leaving International Delights Creamer. And we are good to go. Do it like that every day. No, really. Really. A little exercise in the morning on the, uh, the treadmill, push-ups, sit-ups, you know, little of that uh, Keep yourself tight. At any rate, uh, oh, looking at the notes here, wait a minute, oh yeah, 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 you know we're in the whole Syria thing. Uh, we've been there um, for the last uh, few weeks and then we've been doing the whole Israeli-Palestinian thing and um, we've been there for the last few days. Uh, update on that, fighting is still ugly right now. Security measures are tight. And getting tighter, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu reached out to Abu Mazen, a.k.a. Uh, Mahmoud Abbas. He just wants to talk. We think that talking is a good thing, no question about it, but it depends on who you're talking to. And right now, Abu Mazen is the wrong audience simply because he does not represent the people who are in the streets fighting right now. This is a new generation of young people. Some of them are children, even. And uh, I think the generations, we kind of like missed each other. And the only way to make this work is for the older generation, the wise ones, if they still exist in Israel, to reach out to the young ones who are angry and in the street, fed up and willing to do anything to make a little noise, to get a little change. That's where the conversation has to take place. There's no other way. There's no other way. Out of the box thinking, you see. See, reaching over to Mahmoud Abbas at this point in the game is, well, look where it's got you so far, you know? So uh, we're going to step away from that for a minute only because it's Friday and we shouldn't be here anyway. But we are, and the president had a little chit-chat with the nation yesterday to let people know that the 5,500 soldiers, warriors, if you will, will be staying on in Afghanistan because things are kind of like off the hook again yeah you know that story wasn't over any any by a long shot never was you see so the president had to explain to the warriors we're going to be tasked with one more rodeo and their families to let them know i'm sorry i'm not doing this lightly but we need you guys one more time yeah now when we thought about this situation you know, we were, oh, it's like to find an angle that nobody else seems to be talking about. And one of the issues that the president alluded to is that uh, these folks are going to be in there to do some training, you see. Do some training for the Afghan forces to make sure that they're up to speed. Because in this recent issue where uh, the Taliban took over a major, major space last few days held it for a while too and uh, they've been making quite a nuisance for themselves hooking up with other individual groups with like-minded uh, uh, ideas on how to uh, thwart the West and their interest but what captured uh, this observer's attention primarily was the training issue. 
It's like, I don't know if it's a training issue based upon the results that the U.S. or Western powers gets from their trainees overall. If it's a training issue, then you can count on uh, a Western backed presence being in Afghanistan. Well, pretty much forever. Let's take a look at it. Here is an issue with the CIA training folks in Syria. The Syria opposition rebels to the Assad government. How did that turn out? Not so hot. Not so hot. You see. Dropped their weapons. Sold out. Became refugees. Joined the other side completely. Half a billion dollars down the drain. They got five, maybe six, seven guys. Yeah. You can count them on your hand. One hand. Let's look over at Iraq and what happened with the after they left there. They trained them. Trained them and trained them and trained them and trained them. What did you get? First sign of uh, trouble? Threw down their weapons? Ran away. Some of them just laid down and allowed themselves to be beheaded. No fight whatsoever. And here we are in Afghanistan after I don't know how many freaking years of training. And they seem, these folks don't seem to be able to cut the mustard. So is it like a dumb thing? Or are all of the smart guys <laughs> fighting one on the other side? No, really, we have to think this through. If this is the truth, if this is what the line is, if this is what the administration and um, its officials and if that's the message you're sending out there you start have to asking the question well my god how come they never get it right or get the right people that can stand there in their own i mean as soon as you pull away they just fall down run away join the other side fade into the abyss. So, uh, I don't know. We have to look at the training issue overall. I, I don't know. Maybe perhaps it is people involved in these type of uh, situations that just don't have what it takes between the ears. Look at the New York Police Department. Every time something goes wrong, well, we got to go back to training. We have this a training issue. But it never seems to last very long. We were just asking that question. So, uh, that's where we're coming from on this one. And the only reason why, you know, because the United States we were in this whole thing in Syria in a big way, air attacks and all this kind of stuff. and uh, Running up against the Russians and it's a head-to-head -head conflict there. There's no question about it. It's, one of the games. it's in the air. You can feel it, see it, taste it. It's there. It's us against them. So, you gotta be careful. Because we have no idea what's really going on. This is the line that's being pushed right now and in and of itself doesn't make sense whatsoever. You know. Seems to me that these forces that supposedly are against us 
must be some bad asses. Because it doesn't seem to have any ending in it. Nobody talks about winning anything, solving anything, stopping anything. It's just like continuously going. And these ISIS guys, and Al-Qaeda, Taliban, they don't have any like air forces and stuff. They're not flying sorties and setting up their own no-fly zones. And they don't have Tomahawk missiles and Night vision, this. They don't have that stuff. Yet they are able to, I mean, inflict some serious damage and still fear in the hearts of whomever they come across. And why the powers the Western people depend on to put this down, why do they have such a difficult time? So there's a lot that we don't understand. Hmm. Something to think about for those who are still engaging in that activity. In the meantime, we're going to check out out of here, get into uh, a decent weekend, and uh, see you guys on Monday. This is Lee, the cool guy at RichardVisionMedia.com, coming out CDOs in New York City on the October 16th, 2015. It's a wrap.